Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are not talking about One Division. Uh, we we uh, we uh, we're moving on to our new uh, our new format. Well, we, uh, have to, we have to talk about the secret episode. Oh, oh, we weren't supposed to tell him yet. <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan, and I'm Michael. Uh, yeah, so um, today's episode is where we really get to debut the watch list format, uh, which is what we did with WandaVision, and then really this, the show was WandaVision. So, uh, but anyway, before we go any further into the show, we got to make sure that we always remember our pickle of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you left out the hour and it threw me off. I know. Oh, some, Nick, Nick Ryan gave me a good, a good swerve for y'all, but I forgot it. Um, yeah, I don't remember what it was. I was also supposed to ask y'all something. I already forgot. There you That's go. a bet. That's Me and Cody bet. talked about something in the store today. I was like, I'll ask it on the podcast. Totally Dang. There you go. And here we are. Stay, stay. And now he gets it. a shout out. It'll come to you mid episode. It won't. <laughs> okay. I even asked him. I, I texted him. I was like, hey, you remember? And he was like, no. I was like, all right. I know he worked at my store uh, this week. I still haven't met yeah, him, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I wouldn't know. Oh, where you missed him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. anyway, my pickle actually came out yesterday, Tuesday. Uh, what? It a, uh, no, it's not a DC book. Spoilers. Uh, what? It is Dungeons and Dragons Candlekeep Mysteries, the limited edition cover that you can only get. Oh, cool! I just seen those under the counter yeah, today. They're super nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, these books are here for some reason. Yeah, it's a Candlekeep. It's an old D and D setting. It's like a, you know, sort of like a castle thing, and there's bunch of libraries and the whole gimmick of the book is that each it contains a bunch of little two to three session uh adventures that you can just slot in anywhere and it's all centered around you find a book and then it, there's a weird mystery about said book um so there you go it's um, very pretty yeah it's a very very the nice book. uh yeah. limited edition cover again not available on your amazon.com only available in game that's my pick. Ron? Oh, yeah. It's my turn, isn't it? Uh, I am picking Cyberpunk uh, 2077 Trauma Team graphic yes. novel. Solid, yeah. solid four issues. Uh, oh, it's written Cullen Bunn, by right. Cullen Bunn. Yeah, I forget the artist. Uh, I think they have a long last name. I'm not going to butcher it. So there you go. There you go. Uh, okay, it's fantastic. It's a, it's a good... Uh, a who? <laughs> I said, okay, Bill Burr. <laughs> oh, sure. sure, sure All the Golden Club stuff. Um, oh, for real, is that a thing? Was that a thing? I don't. Yeah. I don't keep. I don't keep with the whatever. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Go on. Go read. Uh, it's it's done. Go read Cyberpunk. It's it's, it's Liddy. Well, I guess no one's picking a comic because I'm also picking a graphic. Whoa! Novel. I know. Um, I'm sorry. I picked a graphic novel. It was I a, comic. a graphic novel. That's comics. I guess. Okay. Well, then I'm also picking comics. Plural. <laughs> uh, the Daredevil hardcover volume one. It's Ooh. a nice, like, $35 oversized Chip Zdarsky collection. It's got number mm-hmm. one through ten. Nice. And if you think about it, you get, like, a larger format pretty hardcover for $35 for ten issues. It's, like, cheaper than the comics, you know? No, that's, a great, that's a great it deal. Is. That's my pickle. You still get those hardcovers? No. The long <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I like so them, nice, but, but I, yeah. I've pivoted to, like, complete collections. That's kind of, like, what I exclusively yeah. do. So I don't, uh, I kind of moved off of hardcovers, but that 10 of swords one is like really hurting me to not buy. Yeah, I got it. I'm very close. Gorgy. It's gorgy. 
Um, yeah. So this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It also helps us achieve our 2021 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. But uh, yes, Ron's got a D4. Uh, you playing some D&D, Ron? We played two, uh, weeks, two ago. weeks ago, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fun. That's fun times. Nice, nice. Um, so let's get into our events. I'll go first. Uh, thank you, everybody who came out to uh, the Paint Club this past uh, Saturday. That was a lot of fun. Did Dylan uh, make it this time? Uh, you know he didn't. You know he didn't. Mm-hmm. I painted. I painted uh, this Cthulhu right here. It, it looks I want to see. I want to see a better picture of that. Looks, yeah, he, looks he, good. He looked good. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, it is dope. Yeah, but he, I'm pretty happy with that. I also did a warm up and painted a brain deer. It's a it's a little brain with That's legs. It's a small and baby. Yeah, it's a small uh, baby. But anyway, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, if you ever want to join those events, same thing with the KeyForge events. Uh, you can join those. Uh, Whenever on- I get a better computer. Yes, you, I'm know, on it. you don't even have to paint. You can just come hang out, do something. Well, yeah, I would. I would. I'll paint something. We, I'll we do had something a, once. We had someone do a sure. model, a Gundam one time, and Matt oh, cool, from Clear Lake yeah, was on yeah, yeah. doing. He was painting, but he's painting like rocket ships. So like this you know, dope. whatever works. Speaking of my my uncanny crew. Yes. I need I need a graphics card. Help me out. Help oh, your man. boy. Help help your boy. Just, just um, send me some links when they available. You know. Uh, so what up. what Ron's saying is write him a bot because uh, he needs to get. I'm okay with that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean so everybody else does it, right? My KeyForge events are coming up. Uh, I have one this Friday uh, on the 19th and next Friday the 26th. Uh, check our Discord for the formats. Um, next month we'll have the release of the new KeyForge set, Dark Tidings. Uh, and we will uh, be doing release events for those. Word. I got a live sale tonight. What? Surprise. Ooh. I know y'all, y'all weren't expecting Gagged that. and gooped. Gagged and gooped. It is at 7 p.m., 7 to 9, at bedrockcity.com slash live. We got lots of uh, cool key issues, bundles, first She-Hulk, Ooh. Moon Knight 1, stuff like that. Where's that 32, though? Where's that werewolf? <laughs> We've done that a few times. I, not I not know. this week though. I still, but I still uh, need that book. We've got an exclusive pop, a PX exclusive one. Apparently, Ooh. if it comes in in time, okay. Because I know Diamond is delayed. We'll see. Oh, that's uh, right. Oh yeah. And uh, oh yeah, we should say that right. Well, Comics are late this week. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> our pickles are late. Pickle people should get it pretty early on because I'll have the books at eight in the morning. Yeah, yours yeah, are delayed by like an hour. Anymore. Yeah, ours are like an hour late usually. Ours are like. Going out at 6 p.m. Right. Yeah, it's awful, dude. <laughs> or if you're Washington, Thursday. Because <laughs> sometimes they get stuff super late. I know that happened uh, yeah, that stuff's uh, a couple wild. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to UPS. Um, but, oh, um, we do have our exclusive. I know we were like kind of teasing it oh, that's for right. a while. Our exclusive Lock and Key Sandman uh, cover. But we're not going to have a signing for it because it was just unforeseen circumstances. But it's still going to come out. It's going to be prominently displayed at all the stores. And I'm hoping we'll have a signing for it one day, you know, like down the line. Right. But, but yeah, that's coming up soon. I think that was on FOC today. So it's going to be out in a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, something like that. Yeah, that's very exciting. Um, the cover's really nice. Uh, it's by Mark Nelson. 
Um, he's a regular at the Sugarland store, so come in a lot, and you might bump into him. Yeah, we can get it for you signed. I'm sure if you buy one, and like can be a little bit patient, you know. We can arrange. If you that. buy one and leave it with us, I'm sure we can get it for you signed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I believe that does it for all of our events. Let's get into the watch list. Let's talk about what we watched this week. Uh, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll set. I'll set the mood here. Uh, I didn't watch anything current. Um, <laughs> Word. I, kept it, I kept it real old school. I watched a very, a very old movie and a kind of old TV show. Um, Lori and I have been watching um, Keeping Up Appearances on Amazon uh, through the BritBox channel, which is a ni- early 90s, late 80s uh, British sitcom okay. Okay. about a middle-income family who is trying to front like they are very posh. Interesting. Um, it's very funny. Um, it's, uh, the main character's name is, uh, Hyacinth, uh, Bouquet, uh, last name spelled B-U-C-K-E-T, Bucket, but, uh, oh. running joke that she will correct everybody and say it's, it's, it's Bouquet. Um, <laughs> okay. So, okay. Yes. But right. watch that. Love right. it, uh, on Amazon classic. Um, and then I signed up for a new streaming service. I did it. Oh boy. <gasps> What'd you do? Oh, can we guess? Oh, Peacock. No. Oh. No, I already had that. It's, it's, it's something it's, weird. CBS. Yeah, you know it's you know it's weird. Oh, I'll, tell, I'll tell you. The, I'll tell you the price point. See if you can guess. Four ninety nine a month. Oh lord. Yeah. I, I know. CW all access. Gross. <laughs> uh, no, I signed up for um, Arrow Video. Who? <laughs> is that what the Arrowverse? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, oh. Arrow is a uh, home video uh, label. You know they they release movies. Um, sort of a boutique Blu-ray label, but they have their. I don't know. They had a streaming service. I didn't either. Um, I believe it's relatively new, but they have a bunch of stuff on there. Um, I will. Okay, so I also technically watched a, sh- a couple of shorts on there, but I, those don't count. Um, I watched one called uh, Night Feed, which was about a baby having a, a scary dream. It was filmed entirely during COVID, so you can tell it was bad. It was also a minute and a half. And then I watched a really disgusting one called Gwilliam, which I do not recommend anybody ever watch. I can never unwatch it. It was disgusting. Absolutely. I really, I cannot go into it. Oh, okay. NC-17 levels disgusting. Like gore? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Nope. I have no problems with gore. Is it Um, on the level of, uh, uh, what's the one? Oh, what's the... Huh? Sausage Party? Sure. No, I didn't see that, so I don't know. It's not like that movie's not even gross. I was okay. gonna say, um, uh, what's the one where there's the mouth to butt, mouth to butt? What's that movie? Human Centipede. Human Centipede. Human Centipede. I mean, it's closer to that, but okay. You know, okay. if you want to, if you really want to know what was so gross about William, come in and ask me personally. Okay. And make there sure there's no kids around, and maybe I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> if, if they show an idea, hit, hit yeah. them in the DMs. Yeah. But um, no, I don't want to type that out. That's gross. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I watched from 1965. I don't even know why I oh watched Lord. this. I watched Gamera the Giant Monster. Okay. okay. I sure. don't know why I chose to watch the Gamera movie. The first one. Is the first Had one you seen it? No, I've never seen this one before. I've seen later uh, Gamera movies. Um, so there's two phases of like sort of what I've, I've learned this. There's two phases of Gamera movies. There's the ones that are made by Showa and then the ones that are made by Heisey. 
Um, and the Showa ones are a little bit um, more of a Godzilla knockoff, whereas the later stage ones sort of he hit they hit their own stride and they're just different. Um, but this one so came out less than ten years after the original Godzilla movie in Japan, um, which if you know anything about the, that movie, it is a very interesting nuclear allegory. You know, talking about uh, the horrors of nuclear war and the dangers, and it's a very Godzilla is, you know, a metaphor for nuclear war, right? Um, and Toho was making big points about, you know, that's the point of a monster movie. It's not a point to, you know, just have a big monster smash things. Well, uh, Daie, who makes this movie, was just like, <laughs> nah, nah, we're going to have this big turtle. He goes whoosh. Uh, it's, this movie's not great. Oh, I can see why people like it, but like, so there's not, a, have you ever seen any Gamera movies? Not at all. I've never seen nope. any. So, <laughs> so he shows up, and it's and it's a dude in a suit, of course. 1965. There's a dude in a suit, and like his uh, he's got his eyes are painted on. You know, it's real bad. But oh, like, sure, sure, sure. I've always him. just thought of them as Godzilla knockoffs, but they, I guess they it's they not. definitely are. But they're but they don't have the the intelligence of a, the the first one. But um, the the funny part in the movie, I guess, is that um. There's this little kid who's got a pet turtle, and his dad is a real disciplinarian. Is like, no, no, you can't have a pet turtle. You got to go release him. So the kid goes and releases the turtle. The next day, the next day, Gamera shows up. So the, the kid thinks the turtle, his pet turtle, turned into Gamera because he was ah, word, word. And so then the whole thing is just like trying to rescue this dopey kid because he keeps trying to get close to Gamera because he thinks he's his pet turtle, Pee Wee. Uh, it sounds inferior. I'm down with that. Yeah, Lori was just like, just let the kid die. What's he doing? It's like, <laughs> he's, a, he's a dummy. Also, where's the security? Um, but good. also, uh, they, they kill Gamera in this movie, uh, but he just retracts into his shell and then spins like a UFO and takes off and goes into space. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. They fly yeah, now. He can fly? They fly now. Uh, but anyway, that's what I did. I watched a big, giant, black and white turtle movie. Um, I would say that I would recommend the Arrowverse, or I'm not. not the, I'm sorry, the Arrow, <laughs> the Arrow streaming video service. Ooh, yeah, someone, needs to, someone needs to cut that out. No, all right. <laughs> sound bite. I do that recommend the Arrowverse. Good. I love the Snyder Cut. Um, we we know this. Yeah, those we are all this. accurate facts. But there's a bunch of good stuff that uh, is on there. I just haven't gotten to it yet, and for some reason, I started with Gamera. Cool. Yeah. So Dylan, you want to go next or you, you want me to get it? You go, Ron. Cool. So uh, I watched quite a few things uh, this week, actually, when I was thinking about it just now. Uh, but real quick uh, update news uh, for all you Houston folks. Uh, the River Oaks uh, Theater is closing down. I know. I saw that. Very sad. Yeah, I'm just now seeing it. It's very sad. We uh, we like that place. So it's we unfortunate. Do. It's, I mean... Uh, go ahead. It's It's, okay... I'm I'm gonna take the hot take of it is sad from being it, it's a landmark, I understand, but also like the theater itself is a dump. Sure. Like the seats are bad. It hasn't been renovated sure, sure, sure. forever. It's hot. It's it's nostalgia. It is right. Yeah. Like, you know? But that's also one of the only places that you could see some movies, which is a, right. I mean, it would have been cool if they would have got an upgrade at some point for like maybe, the interior. Maybe that know? wealthy benefactor will come in. Yeah, I'm hoping someone oh. buys it and upgrades it, but that'd be cool. I don't really understand why it's closing. They haven't said exactly. They just said their lease isn't being renewed. You know, 
I can't but imagine. Like, like, they're owned by a big theater, like by, yeah, Landmark. by Landmark. I don't understand why they couldn't renovate no, it and true. make it nice. Like to me, it's their fault. It, it's I not. Agree. It's not Houston's fault. It's not COVID's. I mean, it is. You know, partially COVID. It was fault, partially COVID. Yeah. I don't think their parent company did anything to keep them afloat. Probably no, you know. They just hung them out to dry. So I think that's really sad. But yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, the yeah, last, that's too last bad. Time we we saw. Uh, Oh it, yeah, was, was it Parasite? Uh, uh, was Parasite. Parasite. We saw. I know we saw Parasite oh, there. The last couple of movies I saw I that were Parasite the, and uh, The Room. The Room, yeah, I was thinking of The Room. Where we, I'm where hoping we they do Rocky Rocky Horror somewhere, somewhere else. Oh, I bet they will. They have sure, to. Uh, maybe the rooftop will take care of that uh, niche audience now. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be good. Who knows? But anyway, uh, so stuff I'll watch. We'll start with Netflix stuff. Uh, I started watching Kipo. Uh, oh. If you've been into any of our stores, you know that we have these Kipo buttons. Uh, <laughs> yes, a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. Uh, actually, Katie's almost gone, so I uh, couldn't get your buttons. Uh, but yeah, I started Kipo. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm excited to finish it out. I've heard good things. Yeah, it has a, it has some Avatar vibes to it. I, kinda, I dig it. Um, Avatar Last Airbender, not the blue people, because we don't we don't trust them. We don't talk um, about Poppy out here. Yeah, we don't trust them. Uh, and then uh, I watched a Christmas movie last night. What? I watched. My nephew wanted to watch a Christmas movie. Uh, uh, I watched the Christmas Chronicles, uh, starring oh, oh boy, Kurt Russell. Oh boy, <laughs> are you gonna watch the sequel? I mean, I have to at this point, right? It was it was a decent Christmas movie. Yeah, to watch fun. in March, you know, it's interesting time. Yeah, I haven't seen Christmas Chronicles two. There's a two. I hear yeah. two's even better. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on her name. What's his wife's name? Mrs. Claus. Oh, uh, Goldie. No, Hahn. yeah, Goldie Hahn. They brought in her as Mrs. Mrs. Claus, and the... yeah, she's Mrs. Claus. I don't know who she is. She's a big the, actress. The... The first one was like a reveal, and I was like, "I don't know this old white lady." I'm sorry, that's sorry. his. That's his real wife. Oh, for real? Yeah. Huh. Or there partner? I'm not sure if they're married, but yeah. All right, Easy that's enough. Kate Hudson's mom. You know her? Uh, you know Ron doesn't know who that is. Uh, no, that uh, the model. No, this? that's <laughs> oh, that's that's Kate. Oh, it's Kate Upton. Kate Upton. <laughs> Upton. We'll get there. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, and then uh, the Disney Plus stuff. Uh, I watched Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, word. The first dragon? The Last second dragon. dragon. Last Dragon. That was Why a really good movie. I dug it. Uh, I agree. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it, Dylan. Because what, what uh, that was one of mine, so we can just, yeah, we just talk discuss about it, right it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a solid animated I thought action movie. The animation was, was beautiful. It was very much like Frozen 2 style like, mm-hmm. like impeccable animation. Well, say what, some it's that one's a little bit divisive, but everyone agrees that the animation is top tier Disney. You know, okay, okay. Um, I would have liked to have seen Raya on the big screen. It's kind of a bummer because I feel like it would have been really popular and like made a bigger splash if it had Most like definitely. a proper release. Um, it definitely. hasn't been doing well in theaters. Um, maybe because I mean, it's on Disney Plus. I don't know. Sure, but I thought the. Sorry about shout out to my dogs. Uh, <laughs> I thought the voice cast was great. Kelly Marie Tran. I'm so glad she's getting yeah, Kelly Marie Tran was good. Aquafina, Sandra. Aquafina o. was good. Yes. Um, um, the dad was really good. 
Wasn't that? I think that was Daniel Day Kim. Yes, um, I believe so. Man, it was I gotta a watch cast. The supporting cast for that movie was also good too, like the the other uh, people from the other tribes and stuff. Solid. Mm-hmm. I thought the movie was really good. I, really I dug good. it. Action, Southeast action, Asian representation. Really it was a it solid. Was, movie. It was refreshing because it was it was more actiony and it wasn't like the message wasn't like believe in yourself, which you, you know, right. like which is like it's a good message, movie. but that's like every yeah. This was more like about setting your side aside your differences with differences, other people yeah. and come like together as one. People yeah. being stronger together, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a little a little too optimistic. I thought in the movie like in like the nature of people, you know. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like they kind of yeah. at the end like flipped on a coin and like loved each other very quickly and like I don't that would never happen. But it's a kids movie, so right. What can you say? Yeah. But I enjoyed it a lot. I highly recommend. Nine out of ten. Still good. Still good. Uh, and then the other one, I assume you watched this too, Dylan, uh, was the making of WandaVision. Assembled. That's what it's called. Yeah, assembled. Uh, what do you think? Awesome. I thought it was I. It it always takes me a bit out of those when I watch behind the scenes stuff. Like it was just weird seeing the blue vision, you know, and him right? with his ears like, out, makeup, makeup blue vision, and then like how they shoot some things. But I thought it was very interesting. I thought like them shooting the um, the fifties and sixties, like the first two episodes. I thought all with that the, stuff was pretty interesting with the audience. Yeah, with the audience, and they they had a. Um, they did like practical effects and stuff. So I thought all this stuff was pretty cool. All the wire work. Yeah. I thought a lot of that was like CGI that made to look practical, you know, practical, but no, I was was surprised at the amount of yeah practical effects they did. Um, I thought the the audience go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought overall it was um, okay. I thought this, the Mandalorian ones were better than making the Mandalorian one was better. This one was kind of shallow. It's just like the cast reminiscing about, things they shot you know it wasn't like i don't think it went into as much detail as i would have liked about like how things were made i think the mandalorian one went into way 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 more detail than than the other one uh i my standout though why am i forgetting her name now tiana right is that her name uh uh monica she Um, is a true fan of marvel stuff like you can just see her excitement she did her research. This, this making of things. It was, it was very interesting to see someone that excited to be a part of this uh, universe that we all love. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really refreshing when you see an actor playing one of these roles that like actually wants to do it and isn't like right. just talking about how much job. they hate the costume or something, you know? Right, right. Like genuinely excited. So that was cool. Yeah, it was cool. But I agree. Um, I'm glad this didn't air before or something because... I had no idea watching the show that Vision never wore the like the headpiece or the ears like he used to. Same. They literally just painted Paul Bettany red with a bald cap, <laughs> and then and then CGI everything else videos. on it. I've only seen the still frames. I, I it looks amazing though. Like you, it, the the work they do to make this show look really good is the end result. Yeah, but it was yeah. really jarring. He looked like Yellow Bastard from Cincinnati. yeah. He, yes, yeah. He did. I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> Did it? Did it? Yeah, I would worry you a little bit. Uh, no, he's dead anyway. It's fine. Wow. Now we got white vision. Wow. I didn't see any I'm behind sorry? the scenes white vision. Was he? Uh, was he painted white? What? What? Don't what, you talk what about Vashon like that? Okay. Vashon is dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Navi Vision is dead. But but uh, yeah. I would recommend yeah, if you have an hour to kill, like as a background noise. It's not like something you need to pay attention to. No, not at all. But it, I thought it was solid. You know, I intended to watch it. I just behind the scenes didn't stuff. get to it. My favorite moment was they they showed a take of Catherine Hahn filming the part where she says, "And I killed Sparky too." But in this one, yeah. she says it, and then she like tosses it, like the the dog corpse. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She dude. like throws it, and I was like, "Oh, why didn't they do that?" I guess I was a little. They dark should have. Now. They should have done that. But I was like, there was a lot of ad libbing from on from like her part that, like, was really interesting to see. But give it a watch. I thought it was solid, and that's all I watched. What about uh, you, Dylan? Week. What'd you watch? Other I watched than... a lot, so I'm gonna go through it quick. You okay. you know me. Um. Okay. This one was a you surprise to me. It might be a surprise to you. I watched the Netflix anime series that just released called Pacific Rim The Black. You did? I did, and it was fantastic. So that's what we are really? talking about it, actually. Yeah, Cody um, and uh, Aaron watched it. They did they it. like it or no? Yeah, they liked it. Okay, I, re- I, I thought it was going to be dumb, like Fast and like Furious, Spy Racers, oh. sure, something sure, sure. like that, or those Godzilla cartoons that they do, but I genuinely really, really liked it. It was great. Huh. It was written by something I don't remember his first name, but his last name's Kyle. He wrote the X Force series for Marvel, you know? Okay. You know, like the Kyle and Yost run of X Force. Oh, really? Yeah. And the anime oh. is like the animation's like the three D style, but done really well, I thought. Like the backgrounds were all like painted looking. I don't know. It I got used to it very quickly and it looked really good. The characters were complex. The voice acting was really good. That is so surprising. I don't know. This was I was very shocked that I it's well, seven now, episodes so it's short. It. Yeah, it takes I would say two episodes to get really into it, you know? But I was in, okay. I was hooked on one, but I think two Is it uh tied into the other two? I don't know where it takes place because there's like rifts opening everywhere in the world and that's just how the world is now where kaiju come through like the world's riddled with kaiju and I don't remember that being a thing in the movies. So I don't know how it fits into the movies, honestly. It didn't really matter to me. If that matters to you, you might have a problem with it. But uh, it didn't tie into Pacific Rim 2 or anything like that. But it's kind of like Walking Dead meets Pacific Rim in that it's about humans surviving. But instead of zombies, it's kaiju everywhere. Okay. Interesting. Um, I also watched a movie that I really, really liked. One of my favorites of, well, this year so far. I'm not saying much. It's on Netflix. It's called I Care A Lot. And it stars Rosamund Pike and um, Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing And Eliza Gonzalez. And yeah, it's about this um, woman played by Rosamund Pike. Her name is Marla. And she's a court-appointed guardian for um, like seniors who have been deemed like they can't take care of themselves. So they need like a guardian, like a, you know, someone who controls everything in their life, you know? Kind of like how Britney Spears has. Um, except for she runs a scam and that she works with this doctor who will tell the, will find people who have no family and tell the court that they can't take care of themselves. And then Roseman Pike will come in and like basically drain all their finances, put them in a home and drain all their finances. She has like dozens of these going on, you know? So it's like a big scam. Mm-hmm. She ends up scamming this one woman who... It, it turns out that she's the mother of like this Russian mobster. So now he's going after her. It's like a cat and mouse comedy thriller, but fantastic. Oh. I will say 
It's got an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but a thirty-six from the audience. I don't get it. That's I weird. loved it. Thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always think movies like that are interesting where there's a big divide. You know, um, right? I don't know. I can't oh, explain oh. why audiences would like it. I, if 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 you saw it, let me know because I'm really interested. Um, last couple. I watched the Grammys for some reason. Word, um, word. There were some good performances. I'm, I'm very aware of the whole diversity problem that they have. Were they, these all, was it a digital show? No, they were there. Okay. Yeah. They were, it was, it was awkward. They would like perform for the people in that category. So there were maybe like 12 people in the room sitting really far apart. And then there was like a hexagonal stage and there were different stages on each one. So no one was close to each other. It was a weird pandemic awards show. But uh, okay. there were some good strides made, I guess. You know, like Beyonce became the most Awarded. person to have the most Grammys. Yeah, right. um, Taylor Swift won Best Album. I'm excited about that. And I think what um, the only woman to win that three times, I believe, or something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. I think that's I remember cool. hearing that on my uh, flash briefing on my Echo that's, Dot. <laughs> that's kind of embarrassing. Well, um, yeah. Uh, her won for Best Best Song for I Can't Breathe. Oh, that's right. And uh, oh, cool. Megan Thee Stallion won for um, Savage. And apparently, didn't didn't Megan and uh, Cardi B perform WAP? Yeah, they performed WAP. It was very sanitized. It was like, that's some wet, oh, wet, that's wet, wet. That's oh, really? Yeah. yeah, even words that like, I didn't understand. They were like, get a bucket and a, that's some wet, wet. I was like, you can't say mop? I don't get it. it I don't know. They, I guess <laughs> things were disguise. too... It was it was a lot, but it was a very good performance. Um, was Bill Burr as bad as the uh, the the news articles that were showing up on my newsfeed? Uh, were saying he wasn't there, was he? He was the host. No, that's Trevor Noah. Uh, okay, maybe he was doing something else because he was. Oh, he was at the premiere ceremony. Sorry. Okay, I didn't watch that. I just watched the main show. Okay. Um. But yeah, Billie Eilish won for uh, Record of the Year, which I don't get. I don't know the difference uh, between record and album. I really have no idea. Record is like one song, and then album is the, the whole album. But isn't no. there also a song That's... category? There, okay, so there's the song categories, and those um, are nominating the writers and producers of the song. And then the record one is like the person who performed it. Okay. It's confusing. I don't think they do a good enough job of distinguishing, but... They explained it. Um, but they have a cool. lot of diversity problems, too. Like, a lot of snubs, like The Weeknd and Blackpink and BTS. Like, people who are arguably, like, huge, huge artists yeah. that dominated stars. 2020. Yeah, that just didn't get nominated. I don't know. It was still very white. I'll just say that. They have a lot They have a lot of work to do. Wow. Sure. Um, um, and then I watched, lastly, sorry, um, an HBO show. They did a three-episode premiere this week called Generations. Um, oh yeah, I want to watch that. Uh, God, it stars Justice Smith. I was like drawing a blank yes. on his name. It's about a um, gay straight alliance club at a high school. It's kind of like Euphoria, but not depressing. <laughs> it's really funny. It's a comedy. It's a half hour comedy, but kind of dark. You know, it's hard to explain, but um, it's like the what typical HBO dramedy. I loved it. It was so good. I binged all three last night. All right, I need to check that. But out. Justice Smith is good. I'm glad he. I don't know. I feel like he's been kind of vanilla in a lot of roles he plays, like Detective Pikachu and stuff, you know? I feel like he doesn't mm-hmm. get to be, do anything interesting, and then this one he does. Cool. 
So that's all I got. That's all I watched. I'm sure I watched other stuff, but that's all I can remember. Go watch Pacific Rim Black. Wow. That's that's not something I expected. That's the one. That's the one he picked out of all of them. Well, that's the most on-brand podcast one, you know? Right. No, nah, you watch it. My top recommendation is I Care A Lot, if, if you are interested in that. Let's get into the news. Dylan, you want to uh, tell us what you found this week? Sure. So the Oscars uh, nominations came out today. Oh, boy. There's nothing really on brand for us. So No. Um, because not, so, nothing really on brand came out. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great year for movies in that a lot of movies, just not a lot came out, you know? But um, Judas and the Black Messiah was nominated for Best Picture. Nomadland, Chloe Zhao, who's the director of Eternals. And this is the first nominated. year that there have been two female directors uh, in the I know. Best Director. It's so embarrassing. I'm and right. Steven, Steven Yoon is the first Asian American to be nominated for Best Actor. Yikes. And Riz Ahmed wow. is the first Muslim actor to be nominated. It's just like, these are embarrassing firsts, you know, considering it's been going on for like 100 years or whatever. You right. know? So I don't. I'm wondering if they're going to boast that during the show or just not say anything. No, I, I think, think I think you don't mention it during the broadcast. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Um, but Promising Young Woman was nominated for Best Picture, my favorite movie of the year. Um, no, Sonic got snubbed. Sonic was snubbed. Minari was nominated, which is there was a point of contention whether that would be in the regular Best Picture category or foreign language. Oh, that's right. You know? But it's American-made, so it should have been a Best Picture, and it was, so that was good. Um, this is the first time – it's the most diverse nominees yet. Uh, nine of the 20 nominees are people of color. But who's so, going to win, though? Well, uh, Chadwick Boseman's definitely going to win Best Actor, I think. Well, absolutely. For, oh, Yeah, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. and um, I've never even heard of that. Viola Davis is the – she now has the most nominees ever for a woman of color. She's got three, I think, now or more. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, was it just three? That's like... um, it hasn't been a ton. No, it wasn't That's... a big number. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I there's not too much to talk Marini's about. The Black Bottom. Yeah, I know him this year from *The Five Blood*. So right, that one was completely stumped from everything. I think maybe it got nominated for. I saw something like score or something. Yeah, score. Uh, my major snub is why Birds of Prey wasn't in costume design because I feel like the costumes were great in that and were, makeup. Yeah. They, yep. yeah, but they weren't. I don't know. There's like so Mank could, and Mulan and Mank Pinocchio. is supposed to be good though. Yeah, Can but we, the costumes. Oh sure. Oh, you mean for, yeah for costumes? So yeah. could they could they have put Sonic in as animated? Uh no, but they could have done uh, effects. But why would they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. That's too bad. Um, How about for editing? Come on, they had to fix fast. <laughs> for uh, animated, there was Onward, Soul, uh, Over the Moon, which is that Netflix one that I really liked. Um, yeah, sorry, Fish there's not a lot sheet, that's like Wolfwalkers are the other uh, animated ones. Visual effects are Love and Monsters, Midnight Sky, Mulan, One and Only Ivan, and Tenet. I think Tenet's going to win that. I'm looking at these Best Picture nominees, and I've seen. One of them. That's a shame. Uh, I, okay. Which one do you see? Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, really good. The other nominees are The Father, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Trial of the Chicago 7. I haven't seen any of those. Are those like all streamable now? All what? Streamable now? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't seen a few of them, but um, Promising Young Woman is so good, Michael. you got to see that. You too, Ron. I, I heard yep. someone was talking about it in the Discord server. 
um, the other day. I need to I need to read it or watch it. But yeah, it's a little rather underwhelming. There's no blockbuster this year. Well, you know, um, the normally they throw in one. Sonic. Yeah, I guess you're right. Bloodshot, best actor. Get out of here. What are you, some kind of bloodshot? Um, okay, <laughs> moving on from the boring stuff. Uh, there was a new trailer for oh. Zack Snyder's, a final trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Did you guys see it? What did you think? I sure did see it. I Okay, Michael. <laughs> that's it. That's the that's the T. I mean, right? it's it, it looks like we thought it was going to look like, right? I mean, it looks but like... But this uh, one looked like a real trailer. It wasn't like it a Hallelujah. Right. It wasn't video. as Snyder-y. Like, it didn't have, like, the Philosopher, you know, filter over it. Yeah, it was more like high octane action featuring the action, which right. like, was more exciting to me. Which is why that see. Army of the Dead trailer worked because it wasn't, yeah, so stupid and up its own butt. I think that we're not going to get a lot of that. I think that based on the fact that it's stretched out, the dialogue is going to be stretched out and not the action. So it'll be a lot of very dialogue heavy. But we'll see, Ron. Were you, did this get you more or less hyped for the movie? No, I don't care. What? Okay. I don't. Nothing in this trailer. I I know there's stuff new in this trailer, but it all looked like it was from the first movie. If that makes any sense. Like I just don't. Yeah. I don't see why this movie is still four hours. Why it needed don't. to be made in the first place? That's a common. I, just, um, I don't understand. Why is common... it at eight, eight five? Criticism. And I think we'll be talking more about you know our final thoughts on the on the the movie when it comes out next week. Um, yeah. But yeah, I uh, I agree with Ron. It's like I don't know why this movie existed, and that's really my biggest problem with it is not um not that Zack Snyder got to do his thing. You know, I, I'm not like saying Snyder shouldn't be making movies. He can do whatever he wants. There's plenty of worse directors. Um, but like that they're allowing the chuds of the internet to dictate. How movies get made, and that's that's a problem. It's wild. Now there's a now everything has a hashtag of release the whatever cut. You know. Yeah, but this might be. I don't know. Alita had that billboard. Like there's like all like, it's just making. I feel like it makes fandom. You know, uh, fans capital F fans. You know, look kind of bad. But it might be a situation like Sonic where. It, this time it has a positive result, but like it spawns a lot more discussion online, like toxic discussion. Yeah, let's get the air cut of Suicide Squad. Yeah, let's get it. What's I'm the sure this will be. I, it couldn't be worse than Justice League, so I'm sure this will be an improvement because it will at least be cohesive. You know, sure. It'll to right. one person's vision. I mean, you know, it'll it'll be singular. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it it will have all the flaws of a Zack Snyder movie. But but I'd rather see a movie with that a consistently flawed in the same way movie than like jarring tonal shifts back and forth. I agree, Joss Whedon and Snyder. So I think it'll be better, but we'll see. Are we taking um, pre rankings? Oh God, I think I think we can't now. Now that the the Rotten Tomatoes are out, mm. those don't mean anything to me. Mm. Mm. You know we mm. ranked uh, just Justice League at. Uh boy. Uh if you had told me before, I would have had that pulled up for you, but I can get that. That's cool. We'll we'll bring so it up next me, time when we do our tomatoes. Okay, so the Rotten Tomatoes at seventy five now and from top critics it's in the fifties. It's uh still like in the low hundreds, so it's gonna change a lot. I expect it'll settle in the sixties. Um when there's like four hundred reviews, you know? 
when yeah, sure. everyone gets to see it. But um, apparently it's better. A lot of, I will say a lot of, uh, almost all the places that I like didn't like it. The review site, you know, like okay. the AV Club and stuff like that. But uh, some people seem to like it a lot better. So we'll see. Um, more yeah, more just, Justice League news. Is what that year did Justice League come out? 2617. Okay, we, did, we didn't do power rankings on it. Oh, okay. For 2018 was our first year. Um, Kiersey Clemens, who plays Iris West in the Snyder version of Justice League, is going to reprise her role in the Flash movie, which I, I like that actress a lot. I, see her, I saw her in an Amazon show that I watched a couple years ago. But um, it's like just, I feel like she's having career whiplash because she was like cut out of the movie. And now they're like, oh, can you reprise your role that you were cut out of? Right. This one. But like mm-hmm. now she's back in the movie, I think, in the in the Snyder in cut. The so it's just Snyder like, one. kind of feel bad for her that it's like she's in limbo for all these years about what she's doing. But um, we'll see. I'm, I think she's a good addition to Flash. I don't know what to think of the Flash movie. I don't know what that movie is, honestly. I, yeah, I have no idea yeah. at this point. Um, Who knows? Have we softened on Ezra Miller? Or are we still... No. I don't think I so. I don't think people remember. Well, I think everyone's forgotten. True. Yeah, I mean, COVID happened and erased it, so... Basically. I just want them to talk about it. I want to know what happened, you know? It's just weird. I don't like the mystery aspect of it. They will never talk about it. Then you bring it back up, Dylan. I Ain't guess. Bad. It'll come back up when the Flash movie's coming out. Oh, well, sure. Um, more DC news. Matt Reeves has finished. He announced that they finished the Batman during the pandemic, so it's Let's done. Go. It's in the can. It's going to come out. Um, we don't have to worry anymore. They, the- I know they had lots of production delays due to people getting COVID, um, like Robert yeah. Pattinson. Robert Pattinson himself, <laughs> yeah. But, this um, is good. This is good news. I mean, it's good news that something's done. Yeah, it means you hope it comes out next year. Uh, it's supposed to come out March 4th, 2022. So a year that's, from now, pretty that's much. It's not that far away, yeah. I suppose. That's nah, pretty close I mean, to it'll... Doctor Strange, I think. Yeah, sounds about right. In COVID times, that's that's one, yeah, right? That's one pandemic away, right? That's to take the last <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt about Doctor Strange 2 after WandaVision. I'm like, it'll be here before we know it, you know? For real, though. Yeah. Um, let's see. Secret Invasion added a new cast member. This is um, exciting. Yeah, he played Malcolm X in One Night in he Miami. Played Malcolm X, yeah. yeah. Really good. His name Did you watch uh, No, I didn't, but I know Rashida... Not Rashida. Um, what's her name? Regina King. Blank. Regina King, yeah. Directed she, it. Uh, That's her direct- directed it, yeah. Snub it was really Oscars. good. Really you good. saw it? Yeah, it was a really good movie. Sorry, really Max, it. right? Yeah. I don't know. No. It's on Prime. It's on Prime. But was Kingsley Ben Adir good? Yes, he he was really good as Malcolm X. I think uh, I, I you assume he's playing uh, Super Scroll, right? It makes sense. Maybe uh, it's rumored that he might be a villain. Yeah, I saw so, a pretty I mean, racist article about it today. Oh no! Oh, about this, real? yeah, it was someone shared it on Facebook, and it was uh, it was a news story announcing that he was added, but it was like Bridgerton star leading man. Um, that they thought he was the guy from Bridgerton, but oh, I don't no. think they look. I don't think they look anything alike. Cool, um, yeah, nothing alike. <laughs> but how oh. do you not fact check that when you're making your article? I don't know. They don't. 
They don't. I mean, as like a you know famed Mortal Kombat villain Chun Li can tell you. <laughs> That's a highlight of this year for me. So it's pretty good. Well, you it's know, up, it's like, up there with the Imagine video. Up for last year, I, I think that's up there with the um, you know H.P. Lovecraft, known for uh, creating his monsters called Cthulhu's. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that too. Like that's a quick Google. I like mistakes like that; they're very entertaining. I know it's fantastic. Um, but a yes, new cr- he is good as a uh, Malcolm X, so I'm excited. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad he's in it. Maybe he'll be Super Scroll. We'll see. Maybe dope. Um, there was a new Cruella TV spot slash. It was like a minute long. It wasn't really a TV spot during the Grammys. Did you guys watch it? I did. We did. I am very hyped for this. I, I think, think it looks, looks good. so good. It doesn't look like solid. the Disney animated to feature film things. It looks like its own story, you know. Right. Yeah. Which is has been my complaint with those that it's just like a carbon copy. I don't did understand. Not... Go on. Did you not like the uh, Maleficent one? I like that, that one. Maleficent was fine, but that was that was very different too. It was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Okay. That wasn't at all like Sleeping that's Beauty. Not like so that's a, what I mean. Right. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I don't know how they're going to get to killing puppies from here. I don't. And maybe <laughs> they'll just not do that at all, because you can't make her sympathetic if that's the case. How do you think they'll get, they're going to tie that in, or are they just not? You think they have to at some point, right? I, that's like her well, thing, but I don't think that's they're going to do that's that. That's her character. Yeah. But they made Maleficent a good guy. Yeah, they did. I think you don't. You yeah, can't, you can't get there. There has to be a way. There's some. I'm sure there's some script to work around it. I'm sure. Maybe like someone has fur, and she's trying to get it to like destroy it because she's like anti fur or something like that. You know, I, I feel like they're gonna work it in some way, but it's not gonna be like I want to skin dogs. That's just not Disney. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that going down that way. I ain't gonna watch it. <gasps> wow. You're not gonna watch this movie? Whatever. I don't care about Cruella. Ron, I'm telling you, it's gonna be good. You got to take my word for it. <laughs> Look, the Itania director. You, come on. If you wanna tell me it's good, I might watch it. Okay. It apparently comes out May of this year soon. Okay. So, uh, it the ad did not say whether it was theaters or Disney Plus, which I thought was a deliberate we'll decision. decision. If it's on Disney Plus, I'll watch it. Okay. Um, here's another one that you're not going to want to watch that I'm going to tell you is good. Powerpuff Girls. TV oh, dude, show. I'm, <laughs> I'll watch that. I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. I don't know they, why this is getting made, but all right. That's what's so good about it. Um, so this is a live action uh, sequel, I guess, to the animated Powerpuff Girls cartoon. They're in their 20s now or you know, late 20s, early 30s, something like that. And they're like disillusioned young adults. And they were like, basically the story is they were famous superhero kids. And now they've like left that life behind. And they cast Chloe Bennett as Blossom. She played Sky slash Daisy in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Duff Cameron as Bubbles. Um, she's from Descendants. And she was also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I don't really know her too well. And then um, Yana Peralt, who is a Broadway actress. It doesn't have any, She hasn't been in any movies or anything yet as buttercup um i'm i'm into it it's cool yeah like i said this is written by diablo cody um and it sounds like really off the wall um it says now they're disillusioned 20 somethings who resent having lost their childhood to crime fighting will they agree to reunite now that the world needs them more than ever 
and then it kind of went through like a um like character description for each person and it just sounded like very not powerpuff girls which was really funny to me um it's like blossoms repressed kitty superhero trauma has left her feeling anxious and reclusive um i know it sounds so it sounds so angsty all right (laughs) Um, (laughs) but uh i'm excited for it this is either going to be like i hate when people say this but i think this will either be terrible or really good but i'm leaning towards really good i'm i'm going i'm going for it will i'll watch it the only my my main detractor is that it's on cw i don't get it but uh do you think oh it's on cw oh no do you think they're gonna bring any of their like villains back like mojo jojo and if him isn't in it then uh (laughs) i would be very upset has to be in it who's gonna play him uh billy porter uh yeah, sure. Laverne Cox. I don't know. There's lots of options. Um Ron, do you have the Borderlands news in yours, actually? I do not. I didn't okay. even see any Borderlands news. So they added um Haley Bennett, who she's an actress that looks like Jennifer Lawrence. She was in that she was in that POV movie. Uh she was in Girl on a Train. She's in um this movie called Swallow that was very disturbing th- this year. That's about a lady who just swallows objects. Um, but she's okay. playing a new character. And then a guy named Florian Muntino. Sorry, I probably said his name wrong. But he's from Creed 2. And he's playing Tiny T- Tina Psycho. You know, that <laughs> oh, like man. big brute psycho yeah. guy? Okay. So what he's probably not really acting. Like? Yeah, I didn't even see this information. I didn't. You know, what is this movie? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so excited. Movie. But I mean, I... it's wild. They have Kevin Hart as like an important person. <laughs> Like it's in, a, in, a, in a romantic relationship with Kate Blanchett, right? But it's like... I hope they don't do that. He's not even, because I will not believe it. He's playing Roland, right? Like, Roland's tall. Yeah, Roland's a big, like, brute. <laughs> Just like... like <laughs> They're going to give him uh, some stilts. The problem is I, that, like, I want to watch this movie. Like, because I love Borderlands. How do you feel about Kevin Hart in that role, Ron? Are you against her for it? I'm so against it. Like, so much so. I was really against it, but then I saw, I saw a discussion online about it, which like changed my mind a little bit. And it was they were talking about the I don't know if you've ever thought about this, Ron, but talking about the stereotype of like black men in video games and how they're always like the big brute characters, you know. Okay. And they thought it was a little bit refreshing that someone not like that was playing this character, like how they're flipping that on his head. Does that occur to you at all, or I do guess. you not care? I was mm. racking my brain of like black male video game characters, and they are they're all like kind of a, that archetype. Yeah, that is like a I do agree with that. I just don't know if I'm okay with it. Kept with Kevin Hart being the exception. Yeah, why does that to be Kevin I want, Hart? I want I want it to look like Borderlands. But all yeah, right. I get fine, it. I guess. I guess it I, could have yeah. been like Mike Coulter or something. You know, like Luke Cage. Sure. Yeah, I don't. Is that a thing that happens in video games? I need to go back. I mean, There's I can't think of any offhand. I'm leading video games, you know what I mean, or in video games. Oh, that's rather. also true. So, well, like, yeah. yeah, I need to do some research now. It's cool. I'm thinking like Gears of War and well, well yeah, but they're all they're all brutes in that, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> their anyways, arms are so not. huge they can't even hold their own control. They're, they're not kind of built; they are actually built. They are quite built. Yeah, literally, they can't move. Um, they're doing that boys' college spinoff. Oh, that's right. Um, it's about oh, like, yeah. uh, man, what's the name of the company? In the boys, I have no clue. Oh, 
I forget. I'm sorry. It's about I, them, I and they have a college where they raise future superheroes. Um, and they added Jess Sinclair, who's from Sabrina. From Sabrina. I like the actress yeah, a lot. Dude. Yeah, and she's going to be the lead of this show. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's very, I, I um, thought that was an interesting little twist that she was the lead of the show. That's cool. It's supposed to be part college show, part Hunger Games. So I need to I'm watch excited. the boys. You should, dude. It's really good. It's so good. It's solid. Funny. Um, more Emma Stone news. Um, very exciting. Uh, yes. She and Willem Dafoe have been added to Yorgos Lantimos' yes. uh, movie Frankenstein. We haven't yeah, gotten Yorgos Lantimos in, in some time. I know. I forgot that <laughs> name. Uh, we haven't had any Yorgos or, or Ari Aster this year. It's very sad. Oh, man. Really, Did he talk about making movie. this movie? Did we talk about this before? I've, I've never heard of it until right okay, now. Okay, because I'm excited. It's super awesome. It's not in the Universal Monsterverse. Well, yeah. No! It is a Frankenstein movie. It's based on um, a book called Poor Things, which oh, is a, um, a modern day retelling of Mary Shelley's classic novel. Well, it's about a guy who brings um, a woman back to life. I don't really know the details, but obviously Emma Stern is the woman and Willem Dafoe is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Um, Not detective work. There's not uh there's but, no not really any details yet about this. I, I can't see Yorgos being a part of a franchise movie at this. That would been cool well, though. I man. agree, but but don't they have like big weird directors? Do they? Who did who did in, Invisible um, Man? Uh, I don't have time to look this up. There's okay, like, but there's it. more. Who's doing that vampire, the Dracula one? Isn't that like a weird director? Oh, I have no idea. Um, but Yorgos anyway. is going to do his own thing. True. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Go ahead. Mm. Let's hear it. Lee Winnell. Oh, Lee Winnell. Lee Winnell. Lee Winnell. Yeah, uh, he's Australian. Lee Winnell. He did okay. Saw. I wouldn't say he's weird. Is Chloe Zhao doing Dracula? Dracula. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she is. Yeah, she's doing Dracula. So they're they're trying to get some okay. weird directors. I maybe we could do headcanon and this could exist. And well, what if it's a verse. swerve and it actually is? I, it could be a swerve, dude. Could be swerve. We'll see. Um, there's not more to go on, but obviously we'll keep an eye on this movie. But we're all here for anything Yorgos Lantimos. Always. I'm, I can Don't never say the lobster. Can never say his name, but I'm all all about it. Yorgos. If Yorgos. As Yorgos Lantimos. Recommend um, recommend one Yorgos movie, Dylan. One. It's also lobster. Okay. Yeah, That's lobster, lobster was good. I'll, I'm gonna give it Killing of a Sacred Deer. Go watch that one. Is, is that the not one? the most accessible movie, but. No. <laughs> Which one is that? That's the one with the with the family. Yeah, with the, with yeah, and the, the family and the, and and the, the teen, the teen, who's like. Yes, that one's good too. Yeah, no, it's good. Michael's right. It's good. It is, but, but I think Lobster is a better entryway. Well, that's the, probably the favorite. Is a better entryway. Oh yeah, you're right. That's the most. He did a really good job of oh, her in the favorite. Yeah, that's one I think. But anyway, forgot about that one. Anyway, um. For those who care, Avengers Endgame uh, lost its crown of top grossing movie of all time to Avatar because it re-released Ooh. in China. <laughs> okay. It re-released in China and it earned $8.9 million, putting Avatar to $2.8 billion and Avengers still at $2.797 billion. So it's a hair ahead. Ooh. But, okay, there is, like, movies are making money in China now. You know, that's, a, that's, that's what so I got out of this. That's big news. Yeah, that's what I got out of this. Um, not movies like Ryan the Last Dragon, but 
8.9 is not a lot, though. It's million, right? 8.9 Well, yeah, but for a movie that's 12 years old. Oh, yeah, I guess so, huh? That's really good, yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, that's fantastic. I'm sure so Endgame was, will re-release at some point. And that's what I was going to ask you. Oh yeah, like, go, what's? But I saw you know uh, the Russos out? tweeted out uh, congratulating James Cameron. Mm-hmm. James well Cameron like, did that when Avengers. He did the same thing. Yeah. 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 Here, King, you dropped this. No. <laughs> it's just kind of like dystopian to me that people are like really invested in like how many billions someone's someone's making. You know. Right. Like, Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we're getting our $1,400 stimmy check, you know? It's like people cheering hope, for the Elon Musk, sh- like, shuttle, you know? Right. It's just like, you're what never going to be invited to that. You're going to be the one <laughs> left here on the cold, Dying dead earth. earth. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. That's a weird tangent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they have had another few millions to their pocket. Um, there's a new Falcon the Winter Soldier final trailer. This, I yes, guess this dude. is a trend to do a trailer a week before it comes out. Uh, but this one showed a lot more. I thought it was hype. Uh, made it look really good. A lot I'm of Falcon excited. action. It's, I'm so excited. Just what they needed, right on the heels of One Division, you know. All right. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Um, I'm ready for some dumb fun. You know. Me too. And I really like Sam Wilson. He seems like he's the main character, and Bucky's kind of also there. But we'll see. We'll um, see. But yeah, this looks, it looked good. It did. I would maybe say don't watch the trailer if you're already going to watch the series. Say Yeah, same. It, I doubt it gives away a lot because Disney Plus never does. Um, but I don't know. You can skip it. Um, Black Widow, uh, Kevin Feige, no. Um, Bob Chapek, the CEO of Disney, confirmed that it's still going to hit its May 7th theatrical release date. That is so very we, interesting. I think they are at the point where they're like, we cannot push this again. Um, no, which is interesting. I think they maybe shot themselves in the foot a little bit by inching it forward a bunch rather than delaying it like a year at a time. You know, you know, right. something like Fast and Furious is pushed back a year, and it's like, okay, we'll see it when we see it. But Black Widow was always like, oh, now it's going to be two in two months, you know, and they did right. that several times. So I think people are have like a little bit of fatigue from the ad campaign of this, it feels stale at this point. My excitement for it has died down a little bit. I'm sure I will get excited when I know I'm actually going to see it. But it's just like, oh, okay. Like, I'm so, sure that it's coming out. Yeah. So May, right? It's coming out in May? They're saying May 7th. And it, you, this would be think... the one to kick off the return of movies. So you don't think it's coming to Disney Plus? It might be a simultaneous release, but I think it's definitely going to be in theaters. Like Raya. Um they, he promised that it was not a Disney Plus thing, that it was purely theatrical. Um, I think it's a good idea to keep it theatrical if you're trying to kick off the return to movie going. Um, because you're not going to do that if you have one foot in Disney Plus and one foot in theaters, you know? Yeah. You're never going to get that true like boost, like return to theaters, like big mon- monumental headline thing. It's going to be interesting if that's the case, like to see how many people actually go to the movie theaters to go watch I think, it. You know? I think, here's what I think they should do. Uh, this comes out in May and Shang-Chi comes out in July. And then, you know, like incrementally every Marvel movie is coming out a few months after that. Mm-hmm. I think they should just shift it one more time because vaccines are supposed to be available in May to everyone. Right. But they won't, everyone won't be vaccinated by May 7th. 
So I think right. it's just like a hair too early. So I think if Black Widow was coming out in July, that'd be perfect. I so think I, it hope, would be. I think they should just shift Shang-Chi back a little bit and Black Widow one more time to July. Because now there's like an actual thing we can point to and be like, this is when movie going will be safe, you know? Right. It's not like an abstract idea anymore. So I think they should just do it one more time and everyone should I'm roll cu- with it. So I'm curious I, I about this too. I wonder if theaters are still going to do um, uh, theater rentals or, or screen rentals. I, I will continue for a bit. I mean, because like, at that do point, it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how until it doesn't prove profitable anymore. Right, I think. but then like how many, if you're expecting a good number of people to come back to theaters, like how many theaters do you hold off for big parties? You know what the I mean? The booking people will not hold off. I, I think they're not going to hold off any screens for um, private showings, but they'll do it on a case-by-case thing. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to like anticipate selling as many as they can, but We'll do private screens if they if they sell, but I think prices will go up for this. I don't think you're going to get a hundred fifty dollar Black Widow. Screen. Oh sure, no yeah, way. yeah, no, because they've point, always done private screenings, you know. Right. Yeah, I guess so. But you would have had to pay a significant amount of money. Like back back in back when Bedrock was doing those things, we would have to rent the whole, you know, buy every ticket. Yeah, it wasn't uh, ten people, and it'll be this amount. You had to buy every seat, so there was really no advantage to buying the theater. You just bought right. every ticket. You could go on Fandango and do it, you know? Right. Um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I, did, I did speak to some higher-ups at Bedrock, and they're, we're all very interested in if it's safe doing a Black Widow Bedrock screening. Okay. If it's post-vaccines and it's, like, a good time. I think that'd be a cool, like, yeah, May 7th return to in-person. Uh, Ron, you got some news? Yeah, I got a little bit. Uh, I, only, I only got a couple, but it, they go back pretty quick. Um, as of today, Fortnite launched uh, Chapter Two of Season Six uh, with a solo experience. So that's cool. It's ending a storyline with a character. I don't know the character because I don't play Fortnite like that. It's the banana. Uh, uh, sure, yeah. So yeah, uh, if you like Fortnite, that's that's the thing that's happening. Uh, have you heard yeah. that Fortnite song that that remix? I have no clue what you're talking about. No, I don't know what you're talking about. It's this kid singing on Twitch, and it's really good. I'm going to send it to y'all. Cool, yeah. Please please do. Uh, The second big uh, uh, gaming news is that Xbox uh, and Bethesda uh, acquisition finalized. Xbox Game Pass, 20 new games. That's crazy. It's it's wild. So yeah, twenty Bethesda uh, games tomorrow or all the it's already out. It, it it came out on the twentieth. You can already play these games. Uh, yeah, do all the Dooms are on there? Uh, the Elder Scrolls games, uh, Wolfenstein, a bunch of other stuff. They also hinted at future games might be exclusive to Xbox. Okay, win 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 That's win Xbox. It's pretty good. Good for you. I mean, Fighting. I I it sucks. I mean, I already own all the Bethesda games that I would want. Off sure, of Game sure, Pass, sure. like I already sure, own sure. Skyrim, Oblivion. I think they even have Morrowind because that's our original Xbox. Yeah, yeah, Morrowind's on there. Yeah, that's which is awesome. It's crazy, um, dude. I think I that was Fallout. I don't have Doom, but eh. you know, I mean, I hear the two new Doom games are dope. So. That's what I know. People say that, but I, I don't really care. Ron, uh, why are there new Apex reviews ha- happening now? Like Apex. what? Like I keep seeing like Apex twenty twenty one reviews. Like is it was it like a good for the Switch? No, just in general, like reviewing it for this year. I don't know. Oh, I mean, was it like a good stopping point eight, or something? 
eight was a big update. Uh, and then plus you got the Switch player. So I assume most outlets were reviewing it for the Switch. And then just well, I know like it had a little bit of mixed reviews when it first came out, right? But yeah, all these well, all these that I've read have said it's like the amazing Switch and perfect and supposed to be real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't play it on the Switch. Yeah, actually fix some bugs. Dang. Yeah, it's supposed to the frame rate is just garbage T. On, on the Switch. But I mean it's the Switch. I played Dead by Daylight on the Switch and it was unplayable. Yeah. I couldn't see yeah, anything. It, it was right. awful. It sounds about right. yeah, That's yeah, too yeah. bad. I love uh, Dead by Daylight Switch. too. Yes, so do I. Uh, to switch to some comic news, uh, the God of War Fallen God comic, which already came out and is selling out like crazy, um, it is um, a missing uh, Kratos adventure uh, between the two games. So it, it takes place between God of War 3 and God of War 2018. Um, it's four issues long, uh, written by Chris Robertson and uh, ri- drawn by Tony Parker. So there you go. I, I know those God of War comics are always like, like sneaky War- popular. You know, like uh, right. Not, you're yeah. not going to order 50 copies of it, but like right. But then they all sell out. out of our yeah, like yeah. mid-tier numbers. So yeah, uh, mm. number one is uh, out of print at Diamond, so we cannot get it anymore. So, so come if get y'all it have, if you see one at Bedrock, come come grab it. Yeah, right. Uh, my last bit of news is uh, some Hickman news. Uh, Planet Size X is uh, launching in June to start the new chapter of the X-Men universe. Uh, it's going to be 12 issues long. It's a crossover event. It is starting with uh, Gary Dugan and Pepe Larraz. Okay. And uh, the event is called the Hellfire Gala. Gala. Jesus, words. <laughs> so, yeah, super excited. I love Pepe Larraz. He did um, House of X. Yep. Uh, yeah. So super exciting. Super dope. The new chapter, we'll see how it goes, but I would love to do a launch party for this. That'd be fun. In June. Oh, yes. Be, yeah. It's a gala, so it's perfect. You know, yeah. like we could, you, you have to come in fancy dress. I'm dressed up. You have to come in S and in S and M gear. Yep, that's that's it. You said it. <laughs> it's, it's a. It's also it's also a Sunstone launch party. I'm okay with that too. Yeah, 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 I'm sure they come out at the same time. Uh, so yeah, that's all my news. It's good stuff. A little bit. Okay, let's get into my stuff. Um, I have a few stories here, but uh, they're pretty short. Most of them. I got a little bit of wrestling news. It's kind of interesting. So um, spoilers for uh, New Japan and Impact and AEW, if you care about those things. So New Japan. So this is a bit like uh, you know the meme of uh, I think it's it's always sunny with the guy in the board pointing to the you know yeah, like, yeah. it's a very kind of like yes kind of like that. But so a New Japan tag team called Finn Juice. Uh, came over to Impact and won the championship belts, uh, the tag team belts, a week ago, which is amazing. Uh, they're a great tag team, but that truly means that this whole forbidden door thing of New Japan working with the West is now open and fully open. So that's very exciting. Um, the other big news is that Kenny Omega, the AEW world champion, is going to be wrestling um, Rich Swan, the Impact wrestling world champion in a title versus title match in april 24th uh and kenny omega already has the AEW belt and the triple a belt from mexico and he will win this one and he will have three world Ooh. titles and then kenny omega i'm telling i said it before i'll say it again he is going to win the new japan belt uh from his former tag team partner at some point but anyway that's going to be i mean poor rich swan he's not going to win this he has no chance um but he's hyping it up pretty well, like he has a chance. But 
It's never. They always do. Maybe that more. belt's not going to come off of Kenny Omega. He's too. He's the best wrestler working today. Uh, but that's wrestling is so exciting right now. If you're on the fence, if you used to watch wrestling, AEW just debuted a new show tonight uh, on YouTube called AEW Dark Evolution with Big uh, Paul White, formerly known as the Big Show, on commentary. So that's exciting. Um, but anyway, it's a TV quality product on YouTube for free. Um, but we've also I'm never coming some, back, dog. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. Uh, we've got some gaming news. Um, pretty crazy. So there's a man that accidentally opened a Magic the Gathering beta pack and <gasps> pulled a Black Lotus. Um, so Black Lotus is the rarest of all Magic cards, most valuable Magic card. Um, there's two. The first two sets of Magic are called Alpha and Beta. Um, and this guy bought. This is a. This guy's a relatively wealthy guy anyway. Uh, he bought a single pack of it, which he didn't say how much it costs, but they go from five to seven thousand dollars for for one pack um these came out in 93 um and he was trying to use internet you know uh methods of peaking and see if you can hold it up to various light sources to see if there's a black lotus in there whatever because it's definitely worth the black lotus is worth more than the pack but that's why the packs are so expensive because you're banking on getting a black lotus um Mm. but there's also cars that are very valuable in there anyway, but in his peaking, he, or in his messing with the pack, he broke the seal. Oh no. Uh, so he's like, Ooh. well, I'm in, I guess I got to open it. And the last card in the pack, cause that's where it goes was indeed the black Lotus. And this card, um, in gem. Yeah, that was the one that sold, right? Yeah. can go for 60, 70,000. Insane dude. Um, beat ragged condition, 10,000. Just found it. Good for him. These cards, these cards are ridiculous. Dude. Well, so, so Black Lotus that that is that's not a trend. Black Lotus has been expensive for a long time. Oh, sure, 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 sure. But even so, it's still right. like outrageous. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Um, but yeah. So keep in mind, there's also with that with that there's a bunch of card forgery going on right now. So uh, be careful. Oh, sure. If someone tries to sell you a card and it seems too good to be true, it is. Um. Ron, Ron tell you, they they brought you some 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 bogus Yu-Gi-Oh cards the other day, right? I mean, that's to, I, I but I knew though. Like you can, te- well, yeah, those Yu-Gi-Oh, those are Yu-Gi-Oh is the one you can easily tell. But yeah, the Pokemon cards and the and the Magic cards, you gotta you gotta look at them a little bit. Yep, Just a little bit. Um, Wizards of the Coast has um, released a new way to play Magic: The Gathering. So they already have Magic: um, The Gathering Arena. Uh, which is on phones now, which is amazing. Um, that is the best way to play any digital card game. MTG Arena is fantastic. If you like Magic, it's great. Um, however, you can't use your real cards with it, um, of course, because it's all digital. It's like Hearthstone. But they have a new thing called Spell Table, um, and it is for webcam Magic the Gathering. And it's an official Roll20 style thing of my deck versus your deck and official standards and practices for how to run and run events and tournaments with physical decks, but socially distanced. So what's very cool, but that also tells me that um, I think socially distanced gaming events are going to be here for a little while, because even after people are vaccinated, you know, there's these new strains, there's, you know, are you going to really feel comfortable going and sitting because a gaming event is very personal, right? Because you're sitting right, across you're the table talking. Pretty much close, yeah. Um, and that's, well, that's if everyone's why, vaccinated, I wouldn't see why not. 
Well, that well, you're right, but like, but that's the thing is the vaccination doesn't always hit on all these uh, on these new strains that are. You know, that's why you're seeing numbers going up in Italy and whatever because mm-hmm. they're vaccinated, they're getting vaccinated, but then there's new variants or whatever. So you'll also get levels of paranoia about that. So I think um, distance play is going to be around for a little bit, um, but that's why it's always like a. Every time you go back from a con, a gaming con, you get sick because there's always some right. fool there who mm-hmm. gets sick. But anyway, that's exciting. Um, so Spell Table, check that out. Um, we aren't running any events for Spell Table, but um, you can also use it to play against your friends if you want a more official way to webcam your magic. Um, Keyforge is getting a free co-op mode next month. It's pretty cool. Um, and to coincide with the release of the new set, they're getting a free digital download uh, thing called Keyforge Adventures, and it's a way to play Keyforge with a friend rather than against a friend, uh, which is very much in spirit with the game of Keyforge. So that's very cool. That's cool. Um, yes, I don't really know how that would translate to Bedrock running events for it. I think that's more something you do on your own. I need to read it when it comes out. But if that's possible, I would happy to host some Keyforge Adventures leagues. Um, but anyway, that's all my gaming news. We have some streaming stuff here. Um, so Dylan, I'm, I'm sure Ron doesn't use this, but Dylan, are you familiar with Tubi? Yeah, I don't Ron, use it though. Either. Ron, do you use Tubi? I do not. Okay, so Tubi.tv is a free streaming service um, that I know it as the place where you can find a bunch of old uh, horror mm-hmm. movies. And they have like, commercials though, right? They do, they do. Um, but you know that is the only place to stream some of these things like if you want to go watch chopping mall and you don't want to pay for it and you want to watch it legally or if you want to go watch you know uh maniac driller killer well i'm just looking at my queue here um but they also have a bunch of um giallos which are really hard to find uh giallos being italian uh a very specific type of uh, italian horror movie um microwave massacre but anyway Tubi's great, but uh, it's usually just they have licenses to play a bunch of crap that isn't anywhere else and uh, is not that great, but it's very hard to find. But the big news here is that Tubi is going to be getting into original programming. Um, so, oh. but, well, yes, they are. However, um, their CEO is already burying the product. Uh, what's the quote? He says... Um, uh, there, there was no talk at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Um, it plans to create a, um, where is it? Sorry, cheap and cheerful, not the big budget offerings of larger streamers. The CEO says, the CFO says, I, I want to stress it's going to be cost-effective original programming. Why say that? <laughs> okay. So they're making new crap is what I'm hearing. Um yeah. And honestly, I'm okay with that because I actually do get a decent amount of mileage on Tubi. If you want a recommendation of a film to watch on Tubi, I'll give you two. Um, you can watch BMX Bandits from 1983 starring Nicole Kidman um, with her full Australian accent. It's an Australian movie about a bunch of BMX punks who stick it to a corporation. Um, okay. And my okay. other recommendation is Punk Vacation it's a punks versus rednecks from 19, <laughs> 1990. It's a movie I watched. Okay. It's, it's worth it's worth it. It's it's a definitely an interesting uh, interesting picture. Are you paying for Tubi? No, Tubi's free. 
It's free. Okay. Well, you got to watch a lot of commercials, so I'm not yeah, about it. It's like commercials every 15 minutes. Ugh. Yeah, it's I'm never a lot. Going back. I'm not going back. I know. Is there a premium to me? No. Uh, I, you know what? If it was $5 a month, I think it would be worth it because they have a lot of stuff on there that I want to watch. Because they have a lot of stuff on there. Oh, look at that echo. My goodness. That's a shame. Um, but anyway. <laughs> that is a shame. Um, Mr. Mercedes um, in Stephen King streaming news is a, is a show that I've wanted to watch for a long time but has been very inaccessible. Um, but it has just come to Peacock. It started life um, in, I think, 2016. It's on season three right now. But it started on 2016 on the Premiere Network and then it moved to the Audience Network. And then CBS All Act, no the one I don't have CW now or something, some, something that nobody has, but now it's moving to Peacock so I can actually watch it. And they have a new season coming out. And these are a great series of Stephen King, true, true crime novels um, that I really enjoy. Not true crime, but you know, hard boiled detective type stuff. Um, so that's coming to Peacock. Um, sad news. Uh, Tales from the loop season two was renewed uh, at the end of when it uh, came out, but it has been canceled. Uh, oh no they they bailed on it they decided uh they didn't really say why um but we know why well because yeah. amazon doesn't do it um no one watched it well it, they didn't it, promote yeah. it at all they, well they did, when did they promote anything True, um, but like this even more so i feel I like know. no one's ever heard of this show this philip k dick's electric dreams i feel like the amount of times i mention electric dreams and tales from the loop no one has ever heard of it i saw yeah. a tiktok the other day it was like I just found this show. If you like Black Mirror, you have to watch Electric Dreams on Amazon. It made me so happy that at least one That's person. That's the way to do it. it. Take the, get, put it on TikTok. Right. Yeah. It'll be a trend. Yeah. So um, go go rewatch Tales from the Loop. It was a lot of, uh, well, it wasn't a lot of fun. I would say most of the episodes were depressing. Um, but. <laughs> and go watch Electric Dreams. And go watch Solid. Electric Dreams. So good. Go watch them both. So after that, all I've got is I got a bunch of trailers for some stuff coming out. So. Ooh. Uh, we got a trailer for a movie uh, called The Unholy, starring Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Carrie Elwes. This is going to be in theaters, apparently, April 2nd. Apparently. Apparently. Yep. And so, streaming, right? And streaming, yes. I think it's both. Um, it's produced by the Sam Raimi. Cool. Yeah, the trailer is interesting. It's um, sort of a – so I'll, I'll read you the, the, the thing here. Um, it follows Alice, a young, hearing-impaired girl – who, after a supposed visitation from the Virgin Mary, is inexplicably able to hear, speak, and heal the sick. As word spreads, uh, people from near and far flock to witness her miracles. A disgraced journalist, uh, hoping to revive his career, visits the small town in New England to investigate. When terrifying events begin to happen all around, he starts to question if these phenomena are the works of the Virgin Mary or something much more sinister. This hits all my buttons. I love religious horror movies, good or bad. I love it. This um, looks good, though. This does look it good. Does look good. Yeah. I think this looks really enjoyable. I will definitely watch this on streaming uh, because, uh, well, I should be getting my second dose by then, but whatever. I'm good. Um, but the trailer looks pretty cool. Check it out. Um, I don't remember where it's streaming, but it is going to be streaming um, day one. At some point. Yeah. Um, another, yeah trailer, another trailer. Um, there's a new Netflix original movie called Oxygen. Directed by Alexander Aja, who you might know from directing High Tension from about 10, 15 years ago. Uh, he's French. Um, it's a French movie. 
Um, this one is a, a woman wakes up in a cryogenic unit with no memory, quickly running out of oxygen, and she must find a way to remember who she is in order to survive. The trailer doesn't really say much, but um, yeah, it didn't do anything. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The the uh, the, the write up doesn't say anything, but the trailer looked exciting. There's oh. stuff going on, and um, it's visually appealing. Um, Alexander Aja, if you're not familiar with him, he does his movies are usually pretty violent. Um, I like some of his movies. They're like yeah. fun, violent though. Yeah, high tension. Do you see high tension? I haven't, but I saw crawl, uh, crawl and yeah. uh, the hills have eyes and crawl the the, 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 the alligator movie. movie? Yeah, yeah. crawls the alligator movie. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm watching this movie. Cool, crawl was amazing. <laughs> high tension is his best movie. High tension is amazing. Um, okay, it is so disturbingly violent. It's it's about it's like a home invasion movie, but they invited the woman into her home. It's a woman is the killer too. Oh, that's a that's a spoiler. My bad. Wow, Michael, cut that out. Cut that out. Yeah, right. No, uh, I heard it already. <laughs> yeah, well, it's oh, this was a very the, this video uh, was very teasery. It didn't show anything. Yeah, right. It was um, showed a woman waking up in like a hibernation pod. I'll uh, I'll cut that bit out. But I'll definitely yeah, watch that. Go watch that film. I'll leave it on Don't whatever. It the movie, the movie's whatever. fifteen years old. It's fine, but it, it's it's a big twist because you think the woman is being, uh, you know, uh, uh, attacked by this faceless man, but then you find out, oh, she killed the man in the beginning of the movie, and it's her that's tormenting this family. It's great, huh? It's yeah. so violent. It, high great. tension, huh? I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, high tension. Um, then I have three more trailers here. Um, there's a documentary coming out, uh, which is definitely on my alley, called Leap of Faith. William Friedkin on The Exorcist. Um, yeah, this seems super cool. Yes. Um, I love The Exorcist. Um, big fan. Not so much of William Friedkin himself. I think um, he did a, obviously a great job on this movie. He did win an Academy Award for it. But um, I think I'm he a got big lucky. fan of... Uh, he hasn't made another movie that's that good. That is good, near as good as The Exorcist. Um, mm. I think it's due to William Peter Blatty who wrote the novel and the screenplay. Uh, I got you. It's based on strength of story. I mean, he did a great job directing this movie. Don't get me wrong, but I'm very interested in this. In this um, the trailer, looked really good, uh, and this is directed by um, Alexander Alexander uh, Felipe um, Philippi, who is also directed the Alfred Hitchcock documentary 7852. If you've seen that one, um, which is really oh. interesting, it's a documentary about the the movie Psycho and how. The shower scene revolutionized uh, horror movies. Um, so yeah, this uh, looks really good. Um, last two trailers. Uh, there's a movie called The Banishing coming out, which is a nice period piece coming to Shutter. So you know, no one will see it. Um, but I thought it looked pretty good for a Shutter movie. Um, yeah, well, high production values, I should say, for a Shutter movie. Uh, it looks a- very like Turning of the Screw on yeah, the Hill House. Totally, totally Hill trying House. to catch um, in on that. What was the newer one called Bly you know Manor. what i mean blind manner it looked like yeah like trying to be that a little bit absolutely does but you know that's shutter does that right shutter likes to get in on a trend mm-hmm. uh, but i thought it looked pretty good so I'm, I'm, it looks decent yeah i'll watch it um but my most interesting trailer here is them yes okay so let's very interesting about, okay so i okay so them is a amazon prime mini series coming out april 9th Oh, it's a mini series. It's a limited anthology series, I should say, that explores it's an anthology series. Yes. Well, Sorry. the season is one story. Right. 
Oh, so I think it's supposed you. to be like a, a American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story. Um, gotcha, so gotcha, the, gotcha. the solicitation here says, Them is a limited anthology series that explores terror in America. The first season is set in 1950s, uh, in, in 1950s set Covenant. It centers around a black family who moves to North Carolina to, uh, to an all-white Los Angeles neighborhood during the period known as the Great Migration. The family's idyllic home becomes ground zero where malevolent forces next door, otherworldly, uh, next door and otherworldly threaten to taunt, ravage, and destroy them. Um, obviously, the direct parallels are us. Yeah, us, yeah. And, us and the other one. What's the first one? Uh, Get, Get out. out. Like, they both, they have Jordan Peele vibes. No, strong. Almost too strong. Too much. Too much. Yes, almost too and, much. And the, and the title, It's called too. Them, Us, right. Them. I think, I think an uneducated viewer would assume that this is related us too right yeah that being said i thought the trailer was fantastic oh it was amazing i thought it looked really really good um yeah now, it looks not, great now it definitely is ripping off or riffing on shall we say or paying homage to the jordan peele verse um most definitely however uh, but hey if it's good it's good i think it looks really good i have a theory because the tr- the story itself doesn't seem so much related to us, you know. No. But like literally the title and the font of the title yes. and the the the, the way the trailer was cut, like it just seems like someone came in and was like, "No, we need to make this us. We need to market it, you know, like to that makes sense. to that to that group." And I didn't like that. Yeah. So I didn't like the trailer in that aspect, but I thought every everything I saw looked really good. I'm very excited to watch it. I don't like Got me. it doesn't need to rip off of us, you know. It, it could be its own it could be its own thing and be good. But it got Was it me. even called them the whole time? I, I I doubt it. I bet it was called something else. No, like we need to call it them. Sure. Yeah. Um, next one's gonna be we. <laughs> right. Um it's and this is um directed by uh Lena Waithe. Um She's an actress. Yes. Yeah, she's uh she was in um she yeah, she was in a lot of things. Um Queen and Slim. Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, replay one. Yes. Yep. Yeah, she She's was really age. Cool. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to definitely give this a shot. Um. So. I'm down for it. We'll, we'll see. It looks fantastic. Just go, look past the uh, ripoff. Just yeah, look past the obvious. Like, ooh, this is. Did you just watch Jordan Peele's movies and go? I can do that. I'm I don't okay think that's it. the case. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking no. it wasn't made like that, and I'm hoping. I, I agree. But uh, go check out those trailers. Uh, but that's that's all I got this week, and I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Uh, so make sure that this Thursday you guys get your popcorn ready, watch the Snyder Cut, and Friday you watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, we're all we're doing for- both. We're doing both. Yeah. When are y'all both? watching Snyder Cut? Thursday? I'm watching it on Thursday. I'm off Sunday. Sunday. So you're gonna hear yeah. all the spoilers, Ron. I'm watching it with the boy. What spoilers? Just kidding. You already seen the movie. What spoilers? So, yeah. are you going to watch theatrical first? No, I'm not going to do it. Why would I do that? I thought about it because I haven't seen it since I didn't pay for it. With Michael, the, with you're about to watch it now. You're watching it. Yeah, that is the theatrical cut. No, Plus it'll be different. Four hours. Be... <laughs> oh, boy. This, I think you will have the most informed uh, review if you do that, but I really don't want that is to. True. But I, I, don't I, put yourself through that. Yeah. Because how long is theatrical Justice League? It's still like two and a half hours, right? Two and a half? Yeah, it has to be. It's just long. watch like a recap on YouTube or something. Just new rock stars. They probably they they got they got something. You know they did it. You know they did. Watch movie right. sins or something. But anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. So much 
thank you all for downloading us. We really appreciate all your support. Bye, y'all. Bye. And I'm Ronald. I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>